This is the Since Right Now podcast with Chris and Jeff, the podcast of Clean and Sober, KLEN and SOBR, and SinceRightNow.com. So, welcome to episode one, or what we hope is called episode one of the Since Right Now podcast. Um, and I get to say we now because I'll be shortly introducing uh, the co-host of this show, who's graciously accepted, um, somebody I've known for a long time. We've been uh, co-workers, friends, he's been my boss, I've been his uh, rationally disgruntled employee, That's right. um, and through it all he's been... Uh, a steadfast, great, uh, sober buddy to me. All right. And I think, uh, I don't know. Uh, well, one thing we didn't discuss, uh, I've mentioned on the blog, he is, was and is mm-hmm. a longtime attendee. I don't even know if that's the proper terminology. Yeah. That's something we can talk about later. We haven't talked about if the an- anonymity aspect. Oh, yeah. I'm no, no. We, tell, we can here say Here comes that. the name. His name's Jeff. That's right. No, I think that's I think that's okay to break anonymity for the show. Okay, well there you go. Um, these are things that yep. I'll be learning, and yep. uh, you know, I don't know these things. Uh, so Jeff, uh, you know, throughout our relationship, um, when I've had questions, he's mm-hmm. been uh, the person who's answered them for me for the most part. It's good to be here. I thank you for asking me. Good. I'm interested in. Uh, figuring out and listening to what your vision is for the show and why all of a sudden this uh, became something that you wanted to do, create this podcast. Um, Yeah, so my name is Jeff and I am an alcoholic. Uh, That's how you do it. Yeah, that's how you do it. Uh, And I've been sober. I have not had a drink since March 14th, 1992. Uh, I'm a regular attendee at Alcoholics Anonymous meetings. Um, My sobriety date is June uh, 13th of 2000. So I just celebrated a birthday. I did a two-year what we call in the program a marijuana maintenance program. So I didn't drink, but I smoked pot. Um, but I'm just coming to celebrate uh, 14 years and spoke last Wednesday night at my home group at the Lindell Club. So, yeah, and that's time ever And that's fantastic. And those sorts of distinctions are things I am not aware of. Um, or or yeah, I haven't been exposed to those mm-hmm. distinctions. And, uh, you know, again, another interesting, fascinating topic to get into in terms of, um, I guess, recovery maintenance. Right. Yep. Um, right. Yep. Yeah. So congratulations. <laughs> Thanks. I mean, just recently on. Yeah. And just to back up for a minute, just to, to reiterate, mm-hmm. uh, I, Chris, um, have been sober for almost 17 years, clean yep. and sober. Yeah. Um, Outside of any program, I've, you know, elsewhere on the blog expressed, I guess regret might be mm-hmm. an appropriate way to say it, that I, it's taken me this long to, I guess, begin to seek out mm-hmm. community for right. the reasons, again, I've stated before. One, because I, I haven't been, been um, exposed to the benefits mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. myself, and, and two, um, because I haven't offered you know, my experience and my insight to mm-hmm. anyone else. Yeah. I'm trying to rectify that. So. so, and what was the point, you know, and we talked a little bit about this, but what, at what point in your life did you decide I need to do something? Cause I think, you know, the benefit of being in the program is there's the 12 step and it comes with it. So I can see without that, there must've been something that clicked and you're like, I need to, I need to do something. 
Yeah, well, I mean, I've, I've off air, off mic, yeah. I, I've, I've <laughs> talked to you about some of this. Yeah. Um, one, I can get right to, and we'll come back to it this episode. Yeah. We might end up multiple episodes. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, that hit me pretty hard as a mutual friend of ours. Yeah. Um, fell hard, yep. fast, yep. all the way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he did. Out of recovery. Yep. I guess that's why, I, again, phrases yeah, yeah, are I'm something that I'm in a need to be educated on. Yep. Um, and my understanding he's, is he had had about, what, seven years in recovery? Yeah, who knows what okay. he had actually oh, well, had. that's a good point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, well... Supposedly. You know, and that uh, shook me. It, yeah. it was my first real exposure um, to someone, I guess, falling out of recovery mm-hmm. and falling so hard. Yeah. I mean, all the way. Yeah. Anyway. Blew up his life. Blew up his life. So, uh, you know, and, and about the same time, I was dealing with, that's where it may get tricky, and I'm going to have to work through some of these issues. Mm-hmm. They're going to be worked through on, on air, on, right. on mic. Right. Um, I have other people close to me, let me put it that mm-hmm. way, that um, I have in my eyes and my head and my heart feel like I've been unsuccessful in helping them maintain their recovery. Right. And so there there are people that are in recovery. You've tried to help them. I'm I'm not separating the people out. So there's, it's a handful and there's someone who who came out of their denial. Right. um, Asked for help. I offered help. Um, They were in recovery briefly. Right. And, uh, and then aren't yeah. <laughs> longer in recovery. Stop, stop going um, and right. are drinking currently. Stop, stop drinking and then continue drinking. Right. So. So it became apparent you needed to do something. Yeah, that, that, that has prompted it. Um, the other thing, someone, uh, another friend of mine that I, I this past spring spoke to, you know, came mm-hmm. sort of, I call it coming out, came out to me that they were in need of yeah. uh, recovery yep. and has since uh, sought recovery and uh, I believe it just hit 90 days. Yeah. Um, which oh, to me is just wonderful and terrifying. I get so um, nervous. I mean, do you get nervous? I mean, you're around more mm-hmm. people at various stages in their yep. recovery than I ever am. Right. And Do I get nervous for for them? I don't know. Not really. I mean, I think when you go to meetings regularly, you see a lot of people that come in and out all the time. And I think you just sort of chalk it up to the disease. I think there's a, a real expectation that there's going to be lots of people coming in and out of recovery, uh, because we are alcoholics. What we do is drink. Mm. Um, that's what we do. So it's not surprising per se. Um, when people do that and I sponsor a couple guys a couple young guys, uh, and you know, you, you sort of know when they're on the right track and you think, okay, this guy's solid. He's doing what he's supposed to be doing. And then there's some that you're just like, well, this guy's full of shit. <laughs> you know, he's going back out and it's just, you know, uh, so I don't know if you get nervous for him. You just sort of kind of play the, the odds in your head and just think your job is to keep them coming to meetings. Cause at some point I think when you really realize that you're, you have a problem, it ruins your drinking, right? And you, when you know in your heart you're an addict, it kind of ruins, you know, it's no, it's no fun anymore, right? Right. right. I'm sure that was funny. So I, I read your story today, and I think you came to that point, right? Or just it wasn't yeah. fun anymore. There was like this, well, that it, years it, here in St. Louis. 
yeah, and it's beyond uh, no fun. It's it's yeah. it's the opposite of fun. It's yeah. the yeah the magnification of the opposite of fun, whatever that is. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I love the part where you were lighting stuff on fire in college. Well, that was yeah, that was. <laughs> Yeah, uh, there's there's cringeworthy moments I think in everyone's story where you just still to this day look back and it's you know if comedy is tragedy plus time there's some things exactly. that need some more time. Well, and you know what's interesting that's that's a good point too is like yeah. one thing or maybe I should put a pin in it so to speak, yeah. come back to it but I want to make it clear we get back to a little bit about what this podcast is going to be all about. Yep. One of the things is it's just real. It's talk. It, mm-hmm. It's it's our take on it. It's mm-hmm. from my perspective. It's certainly not an approved take. It's not uh, right. you know, basically if you're having a problem right now, hang up and call nine one one kind of thing. Because we're not the guys to <laughs> come, well, yeah. come sure. to for that. Right. There are things that it's. I feel. Mm-hmm. I don't want to laugh at somebody in the throes of despair. No. I never would no. in a million years. I mean, no. like our, our mutual friend that we talked about yep. is the last thing I have. I have is laughter for that situation right. at right. all. Right. But. Yeah, when you look back at that, it's just absurd and it's laughable. It is. Um, it's yeah, tragedy yeah. plus time. Exactly right. Because <laughs> it's at some point it's tragic and yeah, yeah. Um, when it's when you're in it. So yeah, but uh, you know there aren't sacred cows. You know when mm-hmm. when you ask about what the vision for this is, though, it's like yeah, there's a lot of stuff that shook me, a lot of stuff mm-hmm. that's challenged me, a lot of stuff that has prompted me, moved me, compelled me to finally start this stage of my education mm-hmm. and my exposure in mm-hmm. um, regards to my recovery. Yeah. And it's just crazy that it took me this long. To, to me, it's crazy. Yeah. And do you think about, like, for the years that you've been sober, and you've been sober for a long time, is there a, do you think about that you're an alcoholic and you should be drinking and you, you think, oh, I'm not going to drink, or does it ever even come up? Like, are you just so far past it now that you never even think about it? I I never consciously think about it. And it's a weird distinction because I was trying to explain it to myself the other day. It's, it, you know, the one day at a time, it does hold true. Mm-hmm. Even to this day for me, 6,000 some odd days later. Right. Um, but it's not a, a... And did you did you find that out for this or did you know that it was 6,000 some odd days? I found it out the other day. So did you? Like now that I've been on Twitter a lot more, now yeah. I'm really jumping into yep. the, the whole community. Yep. You know, there are people that think there's a site yeah. where you plug in your, yeah. your sober date and it Does spits it. out. Yeah. Yep. So that's good. Um, but, uh, no, it's not, it's not a conscious every day. I, I think mm-hmm. about it and it's not even weekly maybe, but I am always to some degree, very aware of how dangerous it is would be for me to drink. Right. Um, right. Just the, and just the dumbest thing in the world for me right. to do. Yeah. Especially yeah. now that, um, you know, I have a, a wonderful wife yeah. and a beautiful young daughter. Yep. And, yep. um, you know, uh, although, you know, you, you look at those things, there's no guarantees. Yeah. There are none. I mean, right. you know, you, no, I know. Uh, and it's just, and that's terrifies me. I, know. I mean, you know, again, we're maybe jumping all over right now, mm-hmm. but when you talk about what, compelled me to start this and invite you in one i want to be educated yeah um you know i realized that that throughout recovery you need and benefit from support yep um it took me a while but right um you know and i look at at 
you know, something like Philip Seymour Hoffman, mm-hmm. 22 years clean and sober. Mm. No, I know. And you fall and you fall all the way. It's, it's irrevocable. You're not, you know, it's, yep. and that, that was when I, that terrified me. It yeah. really did. It sh- that shook me to my core. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of people that have 20 plus odd years that you think have this thing down yeah. that go back up. That's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. No, I know. It is crazy. And that's a good Philip Seymour Hoffman. I think it was a one that gave us all pause, right? I would hope so. Yeah. I mean. Just like, holy cow. I, it, it really, you know, made it clear that you're not bigger than this. You're yeah. not better than it. No. It's a tenacious, vicious mm-hmm. beast. Yep. Um, so, you know, you think about one day at a time. Do you have to think? Uh, that makes it sound like, yeah, you're trying you. You put it in the cage, you keep it in the cage. I don't know mm-hmm. what, you know, I was yeah. going to go for some metaphor about this beast that you don't have to think about every day, but, right. um, you know. But has there been times that in your sobriety where stuff has happened? Can you recall and you're like, you know, I don't know, lost a job, something bad happened, bad, <laughs> bad day, whatever. Or you're like, God, I might go have a drink or I, I could, mm-hmm. I'm going to smoke a joint or I'm going to. Um, I think maybe in. And I, I think truthfully in the, in the, in the, uh, you know, almost 17 years now, maybe one or two days mm-hmm. but that I've thought that I, one or two moments I'll say that yeah. I thought, I just wish I could drink. Yeah. Yeah. And some of that is, um, I don't know. I, I feel like I've harnessed denial maybe to keep it from even bubbling up. You know, like I mm-hmm. deny that my, my denials, I'm using it to push down that impulse or yeah. something. I've, I've flipped it. Yeah. Um, and I just pretend it's never there or not mm. there kind of thing. I don't, yeah. I don't know. It's, I, I'm not quite sure what, but, you know, maybe that's one of the things I'll figure out through the course of this. Um, not today, but, you know, what we're doing here uh, in the long run. Uh, how about you? Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. I, before we get to that, I think it's interesting because, you know, I'm a believer, obviously, in AA and have seen it. I've seen people have real trouble who aren't in recovery, who don't come to AA meetings stay sober. And usually people that have slips, the first thing they come back and say when they come and tell their story after their slip is I quit going to meetings, showing how important meetings are. But you have never been to a meeting Mm -hmm. and you've been sober this long. And so I wonder, you know, in AA, at some point we lose this uh, compulsion to drink. Mm -hmm. I remember mine happened on March 14th, 1992. And I asked a higher power to remove this compulsion and that happened. But I wonder if there's a a moment for you when that left. Do you remember that moment when, because you know there's this compulsion where you ha- you can't stop. Excuse me. Yeah. And now it's gone. Right. Right. The compulsion to drink or use or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And or use. Yeah. That's that's tricky. Um. Again, you know, uh, maybe you'll you know tell it in bits and pieces. You know, the, yeah. our stories will come out in bits and pieces yeah. on, on the podcast over mm-hmm. the course of episodes. It's some of mine right now is up on the site uh, yeah. since right now dot com, but. I don't know when the actual compulsion left. Here's the thing. I found my like sober diaries, my er- early days sober diaries, and I've been reading them and trying to process them. There's like just <laughs> crazy, you know, obsessions and thought processes going right. on. Denial still like sort of tenaciously hanging on. Like like two months in, I, fe- I was reading an entry and it's yeah. like, baby, hey, maybe I'm not really an alcoholic because right. I quit for two months. Right. And it's just like, you foolish boy. It's like, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like yeah, yeah. I get scared for myself two months in. <laughs> Um, but, uh, so, uh, so you found these, you have these. Yeah. Yeah. That's I cool. Have, I have, wow. um, yeah. So the compulsion is interesting. Like, uh, I think like 
I was fortunate enough to have a safe place to go mm-hmm. when I decided to get sober. It was this whole plan. It was my, my, my mom's house, my mom's stepdad's house. It's not exactly secluded, but kind of. It's on a, on a lake. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I could go and just sort of be separate or, or detached from everything that right. you know, I'd have to worry about. Right. And, uh, and so, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> I, I don't know when the compulsion left. It, I, yeah. The point about the journals is I looked at it and I, yeah. I, initially I thought, well, what will I drink? I'll just stop drinking and I'll drink Gatorade and yeah. water. I don't know right. what. Right. And about three days in, I thought, I'm not going to be able to do this unless right. I drink NA beer. <laughs> and I had never had an NA beer in my life. Right. And just the it just popped in your head. And so I the, can do this if I have a beer if in my I have, hand. And if NA I have, beer. Uh, yeah, a, yeah. Um, a, you know, a, a prop, the accoutrement yeah. of the routine, <laughs> right. of the behavior. Yeah. Um, and uh, so I went and got some NA beer and at the yeah. time just was just, you know, appalled. I'm like, really? <laughs> this is what people... They have this crap. So I said, well, you know, I, 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 but I just knew at the time. So do you remember the brand? I don't. I mean, well, you know, <laughs> there's only two probably then. Yeah, at then. And once we get sponsors, you know, yeah, they want to sponsored yeah. by Odul's. Right. But um, yeah, it was probably Odul's, which yep. yeah, yeah. So the compulsion clearly hadn't left <laughs> when I the day I decided to get sober. Yeah. And what is what day is that? What's your that is, spread I, date? I, well, and that's a good point to bring up. Somehow over the past year, I added a year. Um, oh. So I thought I was coming up on 18 years. I'm coming up on 17. Okay. Um, it is 9197. 9197. So September okay. 1st, 1997. All right. So you just you know, probably pl- plan this out. It's the end of the summer. It's probably the end of Labor Day. Right, the end of the summer. You know, <laughs> I'm going to drink through Labor Day. Again, if, if you've read my stories so far up on, up on the, the, the site. But part of it was I'm going to drink through Labor Day kind of thing. Right. Um, I had this like this drinking tour, final drinking tour I was going to do, go visit some friends. Nice. Very romantic. <laughs> romantic. <laughs> I'm going to go get shit-faced one last time right. with some buddies, yeah. which is really what it was. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, and so that's what I did, um, and then end up, you know, from St. Louis, end up in Washington State, Olympia, um, and uh, spend I don't know what by that time, like maybe a, a few weeks hanging out with my parents and still getting to drink, mm-hmm. and then uh, yeah, this date I was going to wake up on okay. September first, okay, uh, and quit and quit, and you did, and I did. It's pretty good. Well, yeah. <laughs> at this, yeah, at this point, it, it's, yeah, but yeah, yeah. So you must have been That's done. Great. I mean, it's the best, yeah. it's without a doubt, the best decision, the, yeah. the only decision. And, and you, had you know, did you know of AA and just hadn't ever gone or didn't think anything about it or just was like, I'm going to do this by myself? Yeah. Because you've done this by yourself. Really? For all intents and purposes? For all intents and purposes, I've done it by myself. You know me, though. I'm a stubborn mother. That is true, Chris. I will, um, I will, I will testify to so, that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I had uh, early on when I, I had come out of my denial, I realized I was an alcoholic. Um, you know, I just... It was learning about mm-hmm, even mm-hmm. what it really meant, right, what it right. was. Yeah. You know, that spring. Did you feel? Did you know about like you had a disease and that not exactly, any of that stuff? Yeah, not exactly. I can't remember exactly what I knew or understood yeah. then. You're a little foggy, but you know, I basically again, I'm going to keep referring to the mm-hmm. story because it's written and yeah, uh, on the site. Yep. I read this book by this woman, Carolyn yep. Knapp, 
amazing book, um, Drinking a Love Story, yep. that, you know, by the end of it, I'm just like, well, shit, this is me. Yeah. Um, and then I also at the same time, I realized, you know, part of what I was doing was medicating a lot of things too, mm-hmm. that you know, I was a de- I'm a you know, person that suffers from depression, mm-hmm. um, to varying degrees mm-hmm. at varying times. Right. Um, you know, I'm a, a socially anxious person. I'm an introvert. Yep. You know, I have all the, and, uh, you know, alcohol helped handle a lot of those things to a large degree, you know, right. cured the introversion certainly and made me an idiot. Um, but, uh, Anyway, so I I, I, got, I found professional help. I found a therapist okay. whose specialty who specialized in addictions, alcoholism gotcha. specifically. Okay, and um, it was it's interesting thinking back. I, I have notes on those too, but I haven't found those um, yet. I, I know where they are. I just haven't read them. But uh, I, I just know I did this weird dance with her where she's pretty much. Maybe I, I don't know if when I re- finished reading the book, though, now that I'm thinking about it, now that I'm right. going through this, that I was sure. I think once I got to the therapist, I was kind of like, what do you think? Yeah. I, I, now that I'm, I'm remembering this yeah. right now, yeah. that I wasn't sure I yeah. think You're hedging your bets. The book. Yeah. It, it pushed Maybe. me out of denial a little bit. Right. And then I needed somebody to pull me all the way out <laughs> right. the door. And, and right. she was like, yeah, I think you are. <laughs> you know, after I <laughs> told her. The things you're something. describing yeah. to me sounds like alcoholism. And, and it's interesting because I then... You know, I went to some sessions with her throughout, you know, the remainder of that spring mm-hmm. um, before, you know, I had to leave on this, you know, grand finale road trip. And I'm telling her, you know, and she, anyway, your, your, point, so your you, question was, did yeah. I know about AA? Yeah. She gave me all sorts of information. Right. She suggested I go, you know, to AA. Yeah. I found those notes. I found the, you know, the pamphlets that she, and the, the sheets and the photocopies of. Wow. You know, the all the meetings and stuff. And the wow. meetings. And, and mm-hmm. I have all that in a file. Wow. Um, but everything she gave me that yep. pointed to AA or whatever. And she, she was incredibly helpful. Yep. Um, maybe I'll try to track her down and we'll have her on the show. Sometime. Yeah. But, uh, Anyway, so I, I knew about AA. I think the challenge for me, mm-hmm. and to this day, I think it's a challenge. I'm, I'm going to face it. I hope maybe, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. maybe we'll, you know, and, and go. Yep. With you or not or whatever. Sure. Um, I think it's something I need to see. Yeah. Feel maybe. Okay. It, but I don't want that to sound weird. I don't know. And you'll have to tell me <laughs> if that if that sounds. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to patronize the idea of going to AA, but I, right. I, I am interested. Let's let's put it that way. I'm intrigued okay. to see what what's going on. I'd, sure, eight, you know, seventeen years later. Right. But anyway, so I knew about AA. Yeah. Um, but my, I'm just like a really socially anxious dude. Yeah. And big big crowds is particularly standing up in front of and talking right, right. to big crowds yep. is really the thing. Yep. Yes. Is uh. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. Even if even if. It's a warm, embracing, loving right. hug. Sure. I don't know if that's what it is or not. I don't know if it's. You can. Yeah, there's lots know. of there's meetings like that. Which in my, big in, hug. in my in my in my <laughs> ideal vision of AA, that's what it is. You go and it's like, hey, brother, and, you know. Yeah, like there there are meetings like that. Big, warm, squishy yeah. meetings, and there's uh, all men's meetings, a little more hardcore, a lot more. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can find all kinds. Okay, but I hear you. So your your fear of that, you never went. Yeah. But the, did you have therapy? Read the book, went to therapy, then got sober. Read the book that again, I I, I bought it, which not, is a hugely <laughs> popular novel. I mean, a, a okay, big yeah. part of lots of people. Right. That's a you know a very novel that's in lots of people's stories. I okay. think they re, they read that novel. Yeah, and it's not even, a novel. It's a memoir. I mean, it's yeah, a, it's a memoir. Yeah, and it's uh, even people who it's I've I've heard of lots of people who get into Al-Anon who. It's a lot of people read it who have a 
their wife or their, right. you know, somebody else is right. the alcoholic. And they, they get into Al-Anon and, you know, learn how to deal with it and learn about the disease and all that. So, yeah, that's, that's interesting that you read it and you were like, mm-hmm. uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, in the story I always tell, and this is yeah. absolutely true, when I saw it on the rack, I, I, I thought it was right, which is funny. a novel. I, <laughs> I love this novel. <laughs> right. I love drinking. Yeah. This is going to be great. Right. Can't wait to curl up with this in a 40-ounce. <laughs> that's funny. Um, but, yeah, quickly... You know, understood what the deal was there. Yeah. Um, and so uh, how about you? I mean, you were really young. I was. I was young. I was, uh, my, I come from a long line of alcoholics. My father's uh, got 10 years sober. Um, yeah. Um, but my, yeah, sister, grandparents, uh, yeah. lots of people have died of this disease. So I came from that. I think I probably knew in college that I had a problem. I took this class. It's funny. I, and I just told my story Wednesday night for my year at my home group. So I took this class and it was called Creativity, Alcohol, and Drugs. And it examined the relationship between being very creative, all the great authors of the 20th century, and using alcohol and drugs. Um, and was there a relationship? Did alcohol and drugs make you more creative? And we read uh, you know, from Jack London to Ernest Hemingway to F. Scott Fitzgerald to Ken Kesey to um, you know, Kerouac to... Uh, William S. Burroughs, and it seemed like a lot of the great writers of the 20th century used a lot of alcohol and drugs. We're all, you know, if you think about how they all ended up, Fitzgerald, Hemingway, Kerouac, (laughs) none of them, right, right, came out on top. Doesn't end well. But the guy who taught the class was 10 years sober, and a lot of what he talked about was the disease of, of addiction. And so he would teach the class from this point of view of a guy who has 10 years of sobriety, and he started talking about what the disease does to people and why these people behave the way they behaved and why they couldn't stop drinking as they had these meteor, meteoric uh, uh, literary careers, but they couldn't stop drinking and they all kind of destroyed themselves, mm. right? Uh, and so we got a lot of recovery. And as he starts to talk about disease, as you read this novel, I was in the class thinking, uh-oh, that's me. That is me. Um, he's describing, you know, this idea of once you have that first drink, you have no idea what's going to happen to you. Once you have that first drug, you don't know where the night's going to end. Uh, you don't drink to be social. You drink to get incredibly fucked up. Mm. I remember my entire... Uh, you know, the lots of people drank because they were socially awkward and, and all had courage. I drank because I loved this idea of getting out there as far as humanly possible. Hmm. Scary, edge city, crazy on drugs. And I remember... Or, or, <laughs> I know, didn't all, know this about you. It's interesting. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's, uh, alcohol, just as, yeah. as teeth grinding party, you know? Wow. Yeah. So that's what it felt like to me. But I couldn't stop could not stop and uh by the time i guess i was 24 years old i I went to my first meeting in lawrence in college um so i went to this one in a basement of a church uh continued to drink for tears and go to meetings so i went to meetings regularly and continued to drink and ultimately uh, i heard enough stuff or heard something uh kind of knew what to do that when i hit my bottom which i was living in florida at the time march 14th 1992 I got on my hands and knees and asked a higher power right. at the point at the, uh, for me, it was God, uh, to remove the compulsion to drink. And tr- at that moment, uh, I felt this sort of just warm, you know, feeling washing over me and that compulsion to drink was gone. And right before I'd asked God, I couldn't stop drinking. And right after that, it's never returned. So there was this moment and they, and you read about those things, mm. people, some people in recovery have these 
spiritual experiences that happen really fast. Some people, some take a little mm-hmm. longer, some take a, for a long, long time. Um, and they are, they're different for everyone, but mine was that. And, uh, yeah, I've been, I went the next morning and, you know, did the deal and 90 and 90 and got a sponsor and did the whole thing. So, um, yeah, that's, uh, that's how it happened. That's amazing. Yeah. It really is. It's, I mean, I, uh, yeah, that's and, fascinating. Yeah, and I knock on wood on that story because it's, I see a lot of people coming in and have struggle, right. really struggle. And for whatever reason, that was it for me. And so you just, what a gift that was, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's crazy. I mean, I really, you know, I, as long as we've known each other, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. Well, well, it's what ninety eight or ninety nine. I'll say that. Yeah, Um, it's a while. That is a while. What what is this? Do the math. Fifteen years. Yeah, is that right? Yep, fifteen, sixteen. Yeah, as long as we've known each other, I Mm. don't know that we've ever exactly really told each other our stories, our 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 origin stories, so to speak. Right. Um, I, I and I find it fascinating. I mean, again, this is one of the things. This is. Part of why I really appreciate you being here is I think yep. the different perspectives mm-hmm. will be interesting. I hope they're yep. interesting to others. Yep. Um, I'm certainly learning a lot, but in AA, I assume you hear a lot of stories. Mm-hmm. In my experience, I've heard so few right. that they're all just like that. When you told me that, and I hadn't right. heard it before in yeah. all those years, it, it just, it's staggering. It gave me chills. Mm-hmm. I know. I, it's it's a good story. It's funny because that's, and I've told it before, obviously at meetings sure. lots of times, but it's still, I'm, you're, I'm never far away from that moment. I'm never far away from being able to, to recall that feeling. Uh, and it's something that you, you're just grateful for that. I can remember that moment mm-hmm. and I can remember what it felt like before that. Mm-hmm. And so to this day, being drunk sounds and feels horrible. Mm-hmm. You know, just the mm-hmm. idea of, being drunk right. is so repulsive to me because of that moment, you know? Well, yeah, ab- absolutely. Which is good. Well, it's interesting as you sort of uh, made me think of something. It's like, you know, for me, that moment occurred, you know, m- m- a few months before I actually mm-hmm. stopped drinking right. when I stopped doing drugs. Yeah. When I, And, you know, to me, what I, what I think of now is just an incredibly repugnant night deal I made with, you know, we'll have to talk about this Mm -hmm. in depth. Maybe it's a whole show. I don't know what spirituality, higher powers. Mm -hmm. I don't have one. (laughs) I don't think you Um, you don't believe in God. I don't believe in God. Okay. Um, lots of people don't not that. And I, but I have no, I make no judgment on on anyone that does. You're not against it. Don't. Yeah. Right. So I was doing a lot of drugs Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. also. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, the night when, you know, I, I showed up in my own car that I wasn't driving. Right. Um, you know, my drug dealer friend right. had driven me there. We were drunk, you know, coked out of our minds mm-hmm. and coming onto a hit of X. Right. Um, and I realized I'm disgusting. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going in that club, stumbling yeah. around, yeah. being a gross, pathetic idiot. Yeah. You know, and I just knew, you know, maybe it wasn't the case, but mm-hmm. in my mind, I would go in there and every, it just, the sense of, and it sounds overly traumatic in my mm-hmm. mind, but like that everybody's laughing at you, right. that you are that gross Yeah, but guy. you, you but, see yourself from another, it's almost like right. you st- get outside your body and, and I, you have this moment and of clarity. I saw right? it. I yeah. realized it. It was the moment of clarity. I'm like, yeah. 
empathetic. You know, right. empathetic was like, the moment of clarity. I empathetic. This is, and it was just, I just was sad about it. You know, yeah. and, you're so, you yeah. know and, and you realize that was the moment of clarity. The cl- moment of clarity mm-hmm. was all these things I'm doing, they're supposed to be like fun, you know, in quote, I'm doing finger quotes, podcast listeners. Yeah. Uh, air quotes. You know, fun things. Yeah. You know, drink. Do code, do code, right, do ec- right. ecstasy. It's in the name, right? But and it wasn't fun. It was just right. stupid. Right. And so I sat in the car. I said, "I'm not going in." He said, "Well, I'm going in." And mm. what are you going to do? Because he knows I hadn't driven in a year or two or whatever. Right. You know, he'd been driving me around in my car, mm-hmm. and uh, I said, "I don't know, but leave me the keys." And left me the keys. I sat there for a second, weighing the options of you know making this 15, 20 minute drive while this X is probably going to come on in five to 10. Right. And, <laughs> you know, not, I, look clear, I wasn't worried about the alcohol and the Coke so much, but, you know, come on and hit X. And, and I did it. I started the car and I started driving home. About right. halfway there, this X is kicking in. And my one, weird, you know, I call it the repugnant deal I made. And I, I stopped short of saying God, but right. that's probably who I made it with, right. even though at this point I'm also, I'm also saying I, don't believe him. Right. But I remember... I made a deal with somebody. I made a deal with somebody. Right. I'm driving home and it's the repugnant deal. Yeah. I said, if I make it home without killing myself right. or someone else, right. I'll quit doing drugs. Right. So, <laughs> and I did. Yeah, that was to God. Because there's no one else well, in the car, right? Like, who are you going to make a deal I with? I don't know. You're right. <laughs> I, I think I was pretty sure it was... I, it's so hard for me to say. Right. And but I don't was, know why, but that, we'll yeah. talk about that yeah. sometime. You know, I, I'd probably need to talk about it and... <laughs> Um, but just to figure it out. Yeah. But, uh, it's a little foxhole prayer, a little foxhole. It was, yeah, it was. And, and, you know, it's repugnant because I was dealing with other people's lives yeah. with that deal. I was, I was bartering right. with something that was not remotely mine, <laughs> you know, right. either, you know, whatever. So right. it's gross Yeah, because people if lose their lives to or, this fucking yeah. thing All the time. that we have, All the time. you know? Yep. And so anyway. That's why it's repugnant. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I made that deal, and that's when you know I think about that. I'm like, I was doing a shitload of cocaine, mm-hmm. you know, ecstasy too. But you know, I, somehow I don't, I don't know. I don't. I I don't worry about not having a withdrawal from right. ecstasy. But I, I don't remember having any. Maybe because I kept drinking it, you know copious mm-hmm. amounts of alcohol for mm-hmm. the remainder of the spring and summer. But right. I don't remember having any issues stopping doing the coke. So anyway, but I, I stopped doing drugs. Right. And from that point, I never did another drug. Right. Anyway, so, so that, that was, was three months before you quit drinking. Uh, give Roughly. or take. Yeah. And, and so anyway, my point is that was mm-hmm. the moment you had yeah. just yeah. a little bit different. Yeah. The timing was a little bit different. Yeah. And then um, anyway. Yeah. So uh, that moment of clarity where you can just see yourself yeah. from another perspective you can see yourself outside your body yeah you just get like this you look at what you've yeah. become it's so. frightening i like this shirt oh it's like you so tell gonna, us about the logo <laughs> well uh yeah um, shoot now uh you designed yeah. it i just i designed it can i tell everyone that chris is at one of the best designers i've ever worked with well i appreciate that let's say that on the air um that's great <laughs> this isn't to get design work or right. advertising work, but that's that's the business that we both that's the business come from um so yeah and again some of this is my my naivete right um but i've always understood and you know i have this tattoo on yep. my arm that i got five years in talked about that yep um circle or triangle in the circle particularly the time i got the tattoo i just 
I thought it was the, and I, I think it is, I'm not sure, I'm still not sure, the sort of universal symbol for sobriety. Mm-hmm. And later I understood the history of it, that AA yep. did start it in the yep. mid, late 80s. They gave up all trademark rights to it. Um, and then the, the square being the same sort of thing for NA. Yep. And, um, you know, so that's the inspiration for this, that just because I, I clean and sober, you know, rather... Yep. Again, this gets back to use of terminology, and the more I read about the community, like people have issues with calling it clean and sober, they have the same thing. You know, if you're clean, you are sober. If you're sober, are you clean? You know, it, that it's redundant to say right. clean and sober. Right. I just like the way it sounds. You know, it's a right. It, it you know, it's a brand. It's catchy. Remembered. It's what, yeah. whatever or not. Yeah. But um, and so that's what I wanted to represent with this icon and just have something that denoted mm-hmm. um, overtly. Yeah. Um, what this was about, and all you have to do is ask, and I'll and I'll tell you kind yeah. of thing because that's yeah. the way I've always been about my sobriety. Yeah. You know, I w- little literally wear it on my sleeve. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, you know, I'm just now also learning about you know the issues with you know as I, as I'm learning about the community, I'm learning mm-hmm. about the issues with you know. It's just, Getting uh, shattering the stigma, yeah. um, really, and the 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 I didn't realize there was that so many people mm-hmm. in other parts of the recovery community have so many issues with AA, yeah, um, and the uh, particularly the anonymity aspect, mm-hmm. and there's like a big movement to, I guess, be you know not be anonymous to to be out okay. about your sobriety and share yeah. your stories with everybody, and and mm-hmm. you know in the interest of you know, I think one, yeah, removing stigma, but also, you know, on a, on a different level, um, you know, to lobbying to to get, you know, healthcare issues passed and things like that. Gotcha. That's a whole nother, again, you know, probably something that we can go into down yep. the road. Um, but, I, but I was going to say, it seemed like, so what your, the purpose of this is, is so that uh, it tr- I think you have heard that there's, and I think that's right. People who realize they may have a problem are living in this world of drinking or drugging, which is a miserable place to be, and you can't stop. Right. And that, and we're trying to help get, show that there's a way to be sober, whether you believe in AA, God, or don't, there's still hope. You don't have to drink anymore or do drugs. Or do drugs, absolutely. Yeah. And and the, the core of, the focus of, of what I want to do, and mm-hmm. it's not necessarily what we collectively have, you know, certainly won't be, we'll have different viewpoints on yep. this, but um, what I realized I, I want to get behind is I don't um, pretend, <laughs> not anymore, that I can, and you can't, I realize, you can't get the person out of the denial. You, you, right. you, have, to, you have to come out of yourself. And somehow I think True. I forgot that. I thought yeah. you could sort of like, Album out. Yeah, like push. Somebody into right. sobriety or something. Right. I don't know what, or if you just were cool about it and you mm-hmm. understood it and yeah. hey, it's me, come on, it's cool. Um, but that doesn't work. But what what I realized um, I definitely want to help with, and I think, is people that are in recovery, mm-hmm. stay in recovery, yeah, and get to long-term recovery yeah. and just, you know, sustainable recovery. Yeah. Um, just, again, you know, having seen a few people with differing amounts of time in recovery mm-hmm. fall yep. out of recovery yep. with varying degrees of dire consequences. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So well, it's, anyway. it's a, we, yeah, it's a, 
a horrible place to be. It's a horrible place to be. And we just both watched this good friend of ours. Who do, we we watched him f- choose drinking and drugs over everything, and that and I don't I think the it reminded me just how powerful this disease is. I mean, just yeah. to watch that because and and you hear these stories all the time, but when you but this was a front row seat to mm-hmm. yeah. spectacular destruction. Um, how this it does not care it does not care this disease doesn't care how anything it will get you right. if you fuck around with it and wow it is a it is a powerful disease to watch him blow up his entire life wife kids job marriage, dignity dignity all of it yeah, yeah. it's tough yeah tough for the next high Ooh. yeah so man we can't leave it on that note. <laughs> <laughs> we could not leave it on that note That's so and you know well here let's leave it on this note okay my understanding is back in recovery yeah but yeah but he's um in a 60 plus some odd days okay uh and and you know doing well uh and you and i say that knowing i've seen lots of people who are quote unquote doing well in lots of different stages so you don't really know and i think this guy's been has had other points in his recent history where he i thought he was doing well as much as you can really know you think the person's mm-hmm. doing well right. and it turns out they weren't. So you don't, you don't know. And this is, you just, yeah, crush, you know, there's, there's let me, let me ask you this though. So it's a tough one. You, you brought up something that there are people yep. listening to this podcast. Yep. will be listening to this podcast with two months in recovery. Yeah. I want to encourage them. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not sure. <laughs> I, I guess here, well, here's what, here's what, here's what it might, it's, scares me that I'm scared Yeah, for somebody. I, I feel guilty for being scared for somebody with only two months in, yeah. but I do. When I see, um, you know, somebody with, uh, you know, two months or three months mm-hmm. or four months, mm-hmm. even like, mm-hmm. I, I'm like, oh, you know, I, it's like, I want to like, just <laughs> like go protect them and yeah. help them. And, 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 you know, it's like, yeah. come on, let's do this. Yeah. And, uh, but I don't know. Is that is that condescending? No, no. I think that's good. I think uh, those first months for lots of people are precarious. Lots of people have slips. Lots yeah. of people go in and out. Those first whatever. But yeah, if you can put together two months, that's awesome. I would say you know it's funny, and I don't know if you're thinking this people that are going to meetings or not going to meetings or just have quit. You know. Oh no! It just I don't know. I mean, just, just like across I'm, the board. Like, like no anybody. I mean, yeah. Like, yeah, has that much time? I don't know. Whatever they're doing, but yeah, it, well, I, you know, it's funny if you've got two months and somehow you got it, keep doing what you're doing, right? Exactly, right? Yeah, and whatever that's whatever is working, right? Yeah, um, and th- that's a, that's a good point too. Yeah. It's like, I, you know, again, the more I read, the more I, mm-hmm. I hear these different things about you know, yay boo or this method, yay yep. boo, whatever, and I'm like, I, I can't imagine that it's however someone's right. in recovery yeah. and successfully in recovery it's a bad thing whatever yeah. works right whatever works um you know because yeah. yeah so all right cool well that's probably a how, reasonable yeah no tend on yeah yeah i think okay. that's good you want to all right uh, we need like a little sign off thing we'll have to think of that like keep doing what you're doing <laughs> <laughs> this right. is Chris. This is Jeff. With two finger guns. Keep doing yeah. what you're doing. Hey.
Um, <laughs> but yeah, if you are in recovery and you're sober today, keep doing whatever got you here. Absolutely. Because yeah, you're sober since right now. Since right now. All right. Thanks. Yeah, I think you can end right there. Yeah.